Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. My name is Emmett. And this week, on episode 75, we are doing Top 5 Tom Cruise Films. Glad I did the right thing. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure right up until this moment. <laughs> Top five Tom Hanks <laughs> Oh no. Well, we're not going to have any crossover this week. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Top five Tom Foolery. Top five Tom Foolery. In, in films. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's very specific. Um, yeah. So we were, uh, we've done a lot of top fives. And they've, they've been very... Um, They're a regular feature on our program. Yeah, yeah, yeah every five episodes. Uh, and up until well, we started doing the, the uh, decade ones, uh, they were all genre-based, uh, pretty much. Like, mostly. Uh, to- topical. Yeah, to yeah we've done a few others, but yeah, yeah. mostly, yeah. mostly genre-based. Um, and uh, so we decided to sort of... While well, just looking at ideas, uh, the idea of, of like picking an actor who has a a wealth of of movies, uh, and Tom Cruise was kind of a yeah. Uh, at the time, it uh, came up for one we, reason we briefly, or another. But. We briefly, yeah, I don't even remember exactly. Yeah, yeah what how it came that, up, yeah. but it, we briefly um, explained this at the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. But for those who didn't hear the end of the last episode, or um, don't recall that, um, or if this is your first episode, welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we just briefly explained that, um, I, for at least from my point of view, the reason I thought that this would be a good choice was um, he's had a career over a long period of time, mm-hmm. a lot of movies in it, because he's very busy, or, you know, very active. Quite prolific. Uh, prolific, thank you. And also um, has kind of hit, like, pretty much, like, every genre to a large degree. Um, yeah, amazingly you know, so. Or yeah. at least a lot of different, mm-hmm. a lot of genres anyway. Uh, a lot of different types of movies. So, um I thought it would be a good choice on that basis. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, he's not definitely not like a favorite actor of mine or anything like that. I don't watch movies because he's in them. Um, but if a movie sounds like it's an interesting idea uh, or it's like, oh, that seems like it would be a good movie, um, you know, I'll watch it. And, you know, I always, um, you know, I, I know that without getting into uh, mm-hmm. a big discussion about it because it's not really um, – it's not really the type of podcast that we do, but obviously, you know, he's a, a bit of a controversial figure in some ways, but oh, polarizing yeah. in some ways. Um, for me, it's like, I always kind of want to be like, oh yeah, pff, Tom Cruise. And then it's like, and then you see the, a movie with him and he's just so like charismatic and like and comes across so well on screen that like, it's like, eh. I feel, I feel like that is pretty much like <laughs> most people's feelings yeah. about tom cruise oh for sure it's just like tom cruise the man is like there's a like a lot of like, questionable, yeah, yeah, questionable or, or just whatever yeah. and then and then it's just like and then like because uh, he'll do like i mean not only his career varied yeah uh the his hit or miss ratio is also all over the place yeah um i mean he's had a lot yeah, of he's hits, done but... some amazing films yeah and he's also done a few real stinkers yeah and uh but it generally you know you know like you see a movie tom cruise is in and you're like yeah, yeah, hey, did a great job. You know, he's got acting skills. You yeah. know, it's, it's, 
there is a little bit of the uh, maybe um uh he's not so much typecast as um Tom Cruise plays a type of character often um yeah. but especially in, in more later later years true but interestingly i mean still definitely not always i mean no 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 well that's um, the thing he does and, have and, rage and it's often the ones that are a little more out of the box are the ones that are yes. usually a bit more interesting yeah. in a lot of ways mm-hmm. so you know uh yeah that's, no that's absolutely that's for sure i see it anyway yeah no i absolutely agree yeah. um so you know being i'm, sh- I'm sh- Sorry, yep. go ahead. No, I was going to say, that being said, um, this was... I don't want to say this was the, the hardest top five for me, but this was probably the top five that I had... I had a difficult time with. Okay. Um, uh, mostly, and I think it was because of... Uh, a lot of the stuff we do is either... Uh, I had actually the same kind of difficult time we had with this as I sometimes have with the decade film, the decade or decade top fives, where how do you compare a a large body of work that like, like some of these films because of like, they're so different genre or or like, like how do you compare them to each other? And then decades apart too, like the decade stuff kind of helps a bit because you're the, the films often from a decade will have a similar feeling or similar style. And this is, you know, a, a film from, a couple of years ago to a film from 30 years ago. Right. It, it's just, I found it like it was easy for me to shortlist this down to like six, seven movies. Now deciding which of those was one of those was better than yeah. another. Yeah. Like so difficult. I, almost, I, almost. I feel like I'm happy with where my list sits, but I also feel it almost is a little arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. So I would, yeah, I, I would sort of agree with that to a certain yeah. degree. I, I found that um, when I got down to my five, um, I had particular reasons for picking them, whether it be due to just like, um, you know, them being personal favorites, uh, whether I just think they're very sort of iconic things that need to be, um, need to be on the list just because yeah. they're such an important thing. Um to, it's all the things you got away to right? others yeah. that I felt like were on there because they're kind of an interesting departure and they kind of bring something a little bit different to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, then ranking those, it becomes the difficult yeah. thing because they're also sort of different. So, I mean, I mean, it, it came down to pretty much as, it, as it often does, it sort of came down to like, it's all the little things. It's yeah. all just like, okay, well this movie kind of, it, it sort of had these really interesting aspects, but it kind of did some other stuff, maybe not not so good. So mm. let's bump that down a little bit. But even so, like I, I, you know, especially with like the top sort of three or so, those jockeyed around a lot because I was really kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not really I, sure. I, w- I was literally messing with it this morning. And I yeah. was just like, I, I started to go with like, if I had to watch one of these films right now, what is the one I would watch? Right. And it's like, okay. Well, that's going to be this. That's going to rank that or that yeah, one over that fair. one kind of thing. That's you fair. Know? That works. Because I just, I just, I couldn't come up with a better way of like yeah. comparing these films. Okay. Um, cool. But, uh, but yeah. So, um, I think it's actually your turn to go first. I believe so. Yeah. So uh, hit hit me up with your number your number five. All right. Oh, uh, crossover. Um, maybe. Two, maybe? Two? That's what I'm, my guess is two. 
I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna have it, I'm, if we're gonna actually literally cross over on the same number. I have, I have a feeling that we might we might go there. But anyways, I don't know. Yeah. This is a tough one because there is so many to pick from. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of know. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, this is brought to my attention looking at this, I have missed a. I have not seen a number of Tom Cruise movies that are kind of like. Some of his more seminal films, right. I have not seen. Well, so. <laughs> um, the reason I think there might be a bit of crossover is because even though there are so many possible choices, mm-hmm. um, I I kind of know like what what we've both seen, yeah. And I sort of know like what we've talked about over the yeah, years yeah, and yeah. like mentioned and and been like, oh, this movie, that movie, oh, this one, mm-hmm. oh, what about this one? Yeah. And and so like I kind of have an idea of where we might be going with mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could be completely wrong. It's yeah. happened before. Um, so, um, yeah. All right. So my number five. Oh, um, the other thing I try to do is um, I tried uh as much uh to pick um. At least one from each sort of decade. Oh, that's that a good he's, call. That he's been making films that's, in uh, um, to get a good variety. So um, I have. I, I did that too. So By accident, I did that too. Unfortunately, <laughs> obviously, it's a top five, and there's only four different decades to, mm. to go for, on, which is 80s, 90s. But you covered every decade 80s, 90s, 90s 2000s, 2000s, and then like the current, the current yeah. one. Um, so I have at least one for each, <laughs> and then odds. I have obviously one double up. Yeah, yeah. Based on the fact of obviously I need five movies here, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that it would be good to do that just because I wanted some good variety of of over time as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, my number five is um, is a two thousands pick. Oh, okay. Um, and okay. Uh, yeah, it's very early on in that decade, yeah. so I mean it's kind of a little bit of a crossing over. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, it's uh, from 2001, Vanilla Sky. Um, so this is a uh, Cameron Crowe film. Uh, although yep. it's, it's based on a, it's a remake of like a Spanish Spanish film. movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, I picked this one because um, it's definitely a very flawed movie. Um, it's not like great, but I think that it just, I like it because it's different and it's sort of, it, it's a it's a very different kind of, um, you know, I, I like kind of those sort of brain yeah those brain bender kind of and movies. I think that's maybe one of like that in order to get like the brain bending the the story and the message they wanted to get apart in this movie is is in order to get that apart like across in the way they they did that is why some of the flaws I think are in the film uh, um, maybe I, I think it's just flaws more on the basis of like just things that I feel were not. Oh, I could have been better. That weren't done that. Well. Oh, oh, oh okay. just things oh, that were a bit heavy-handed okay. or kind of. Yeah, that, that, that's bit, what I mean. Like some of the heavy-handed, sloppy. Because yeah. you know? I would, I would agree. Like there was a bit of that, that sloppy, heavy-handedness. Um. So, but I mean, that may have just been a case yeah. of like maybe a camera crow dealing with material mm-hmm. that wasn't isn't really like his forte because obviously he doesn't have any other movies like this. No. Um. And this was not something he planned to do. Uh, he originally had like some totally other movie on like on the docket of what he was planning to do next. Um, and then the idea came up because, um, you know, they, they came across this Spanish film and it was just like the, it was just the, the, the idea of making like his own version of it, mm-hmm. like an American version of it was just too great of an idea because it just, it kind of fired off all these things in his head of like, like, Oh wow, this would be really amazing to do. And so like he kind of put 
the, his plans that he had on hold and mm. like went off and made this next instead. Um, so that's sort of an interesting kind of way for something to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just uh, obviously, you know, I've talked before about, you know, I like Dave Lynch movies, it, this movie David is... Cronenberg movies and things like that. So I like that kind of yeah. brain. This movie's very, like, got a lot of that Lynch feel to um, it. Cronenberg. In some ways, but I think what's interesting about it, um, something because I, I read, like, I read a few things about it and stuff. Mm. And I actually watched uh, a little bit of the movie, too, oh, yeah. um, to just kind of, like, refresh um, cause, uh, I didn't really remember kind of the overall feel of it very well. I think I saw it about a year or two ago. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it in quite a while. So oh, I watched yeah. like maybe the first like 20 minutes or oh, so, yeah. or maybe not even, but enough to just sort of be like, Oh, okay. Right. Mm. This is what this was like. And I, and you know, I read some stuff up on it and that to kind of refresh it a little bit better. And, um, yeah. Um, I just think that, that what, what's interesting is that, uh, the the approach that Cameron Crowe took was that um, he wanted to do it where uh, it was basically even the stuff that that's kind of the more surreal like mm-hmm. brain bender parts um, everything was played straight yeah exactly so it was like yeah. there was no like clear delineation of like like oh now things are getting all surreal and dreamlike mm-hmm. it was just like everything was played like like as if everything was real yeah even Which with. Is- even when things were getting really weird, the best way to do that, right? Right. Well, like for, the, it's for, this, for this movie, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it just is... depends, right? Because like stuff like with like David Lynch, it has that very surreal feel, that atmosphere mm-hmm. of just like dreamlike atmosphere. Um, mean, which works well for that, but I also think, when you're watching a Lynch film, you generally know what you're in for from yeah. the get go. Well, and and not everyone can pull it off as well, yeah. right? And so I mean, Lynch obviously is a master of those types of films. It's mm-hmm. what he does. Mm-hmm. So I think that to sort of not be kind of just a Lynch sort of rip off or like a lit or, or to seem like you're trying to do kind yeah, of a yeah, Lynchian yeah. thing. Um, the idea of just playing it straight kind of, kind of is an interesting way to go for no. this. And so despite the fact that it, there is some flaws uh, in it and which is why it's number five, but I just think it's interesting mm-hmm. and it's a good, you know, uh, the first time I saw this, it's a good experience. Uh, it was to have. probably just around that time it came out, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what it was about. Yeah. All I knew was it was oh, it's the new Tom Cruise film, yeah. and like there was an opportunity to see it. So yeah. I keep paying like last year. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I I so I watched it, and uh, and I was like, because it's played straight. At a, I and I, you know, had no idea that it was like a Lynchian style film or anything like that. It was going to be weird at all, and it doesn't start out that way. Like it wasn't long before I was like, "What's going on here? Yeah. Like, what am I watching? Yeah. Is everybody else watching the same thing that I'm watching? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, I feel like, 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 almost like my brain was getting pranked by like the movie, like, yeah, like." And then, be, uh, then, again, like, you're not sure, which is, like, excellent for the audience, because you're not sure, like, is this a dream? Is, is you know, you're, yeah. you get to be along for the ride with, Tom, like, Tom Cruise's character. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, it is, it is super... Yeah, there's not a lot of, like, where it kind of overtly tips its hand mm-hmm. of, like, of, like, oh, this is what's going on now. Yeah. Like, like, this is, like, you're in a dream now, or you're in a hallucination now, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, it doesn't sort of tip its hand too much. It, it kind of just plays it, like... Like everything is normal, and you're yeah. like, "Wait a minute, 
This can't be normal. normal. What are you yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't t- try and you know. Like the movie is telling me this word is normal. Means what you think it's it like the movie. Is. The, the the way the movie is made is telling yeah. me that this is normal. But my brain is going. This can't be normal. normal. Yeah. This is not yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the hell of a cast in that film too. It is uh, insane. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, even a lot of people. All, friends of Cameron Crowe. <laughs> well, but it's even a lot of people that like are much more known now yeah. than were then, but but are like yeah. very oh, like like, um, like Tilda Swinton, Tilda Swinton. And, and like people who are much more you know. Uh, uh, I mean, this is a fairly Penelope Cruz is kind of just getting started yeah. with like American uh, stuff. Actually, Penelope uh, Cruz actually interestingly she played her same role that she played in the original Spanish version. Oh really? Um, yeah, she, oh, I didn't she realize played, that. She's from the original Smash film. Oh. She plays the exact same role, um, and her performance in this film, in the American version, in Vanilla Sky, yeah. was like heavily criticized. Oh um, really? And watching a bunch of it back, I can kind of see what the people mean, mm-hmm. but it's. I think it's just like because this was very very early on mm-hmm. um, in doing in terms of doing roles like in English and stuff like that. I think she just wasn't very comfortable with. With the English, oh, acting it was still a little, acting still in little early films, in, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that a lot of like the issues with her performance just comes from, from like not being a hundred percent sort of comfortable in that type of you know because delivering lines and stuff like that and just kind of sounding a bit mm-hmm. off, you know, like that that's not that's not how people know, you know. And but I mean, even back then, like in in her really really early movies. She wasn't like that in in the Span- in Spanish, Spanish movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was clearly just a matter of you know. Um, but I mean, Cameron Diaz was amazing; had got a lot of uh, again, like someone who someone who had pretty much only done like comedy stuff up yeah. until this point, like yeah. quite a dramatic movie. Yeah, which I think is part of why like there was so much praise for her performance because mm-hmm. I think she pulled it at off the time well. critics and stuff hadn't really ever seen her do anything along those lines. Oh, um, that, that was the other thing Kurt I knew about this movie. Great. It was yeah, Kurt Russell's great. It's like oh, it's got Jason Lee in it. Jason who, Lee, who, like oh the guy, the guy again, from the you, guy you from. Mallrats, yeah, you, you expect know? to see him in like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, Smith oh movies. yeah, Tom Cruise and Jason Lee. This that, ought to be that, your that, thing, that was you know? that was sort of back when he was still kind of trying to be like, like an an actor, yeah, you know? like like because I mean he he gave it a good go. He wasn't originally an actor at all, no, no. right? He was originally a professional skateboarder, yeah, and um, but you know Kevin Smith originally cast him in Mallrats, um. And then after Mallrats, it was kind of like for a while there, he sort of was like, was like, yeah, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he he gave it a try. He was in he's a lot good, of movies. He's good at certain things. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, I've I, seen I've seen a number of movies. I don't want to sound in. like I'm being down on him because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, I love Mallrats, and he was a huge part of that. Um, and and you know, he's done some other good stuff. I mean, even like my name is it was Earl. Earl. I mean, five seasons of that or that, whatever. That show yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah. You know. But there were all sort of parts that sort of were – there were specific kind of parts that yeah. that were something that he could kind of just kind of get his – his you know, get into. And for just general purpose acting of like like just kind of being anything, it doesn't quite work. Yeah. But it's okay because you kind of seem to realize that fairly quickly and then kind of, yeah. you know, you didn't really see him pop up on everything quite as much, anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Um, but it's still interesting to see him. It's a bit of like a snapshot of like mm. a specific time and place of like, oh, this is back when like Jason Lee would just randomly be in movies. In movies, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, that's 
Vanilla Sky. That's my that's no, that's good pick. Uh, that is uh, that's pick uh, it more more, more really due to sort of interestingness and mm-hmm. differentness than than being like a great movie. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, so uh, number five, Vanilla Sky. No, I yeah, I also really like Vanilla Sky. So that's a that's a good pick. Yeah. All right. Um. So my number five, um, is uh, I because I'm doing the same thing you getting one a decade. Okay. Um, it's from the nineties. Okay. And. Well, I know your '90s pick is going to be different from my '90s pick, so that's good. Uh, pr- some variety, there. probably, probably some yeah. variety. Um, this is this, this sort of in the same way, like not hit one of his greatest films. Yeah, you're scaring me with that pen. No, not <laughs> I poke my eye out live on the radio, except it's not live. Pre-recorded, poke my <laughs> eye out. Um, it, yeah, not one of his greatest films. Not really that amazing a film overall, right? That's kind of what I did. It's kind of goofy. Okay. It's kind of fun, even though it's a somewhat dramatic um, film. It's from 1992. Far and away. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Like, also kind of a bit of a forgotten film. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, with the with the horrible accents. With the amazing every single cast member other than what's his name? Um uh uh Cole Meany, who's right. who's in it. Uh yeah, is not actually Irish. He's not actually Irish. Yeah. Uh and can't do the accent. Can't do the accent. Uh, but tries. But tries. Everyone else just does rubbish accents. Yeah, they're really bad. Uh Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, uh, uh Thomas Gibson just yeah. It's just bad. It's yeah. so... But, like... Especially Tom Cruise's accent. Oh, Tom Cruise's accent. It's, it is unbelievable. It is It is a hair away from, like, my lucky charms! <laughs> like, and honestly, like, that's... Like, there's no subtlety to their accents. Right, right. It, they're, 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 like, they're... There's, like, and and this is, this is part of why and, I like this movie. And the funny thing... Well, I just wanted to say, because <laughs> yeah. the funny thing is, is that when I think about it... Yeah. Which is not common. But when <laughs> I do, when I do yeah. think about it, the first and and usually last thing I think of is the accent, the accent. <laughs> and I don't really go any deeper than that. Yeah. But like ha- having seen it in the past, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good things about this movie. Yeah, it's actually it's a great it's, adventure. It's film. not a bad movie per se. It's yeah. just that like once I when I first think about it. Yeah. The first thing I usually think about is oh, the it's accents. the accents, of course, absolutely. And because of that, yeah. that's also the last thing I think about it, and I stop thinking <laughs> I about the movie. About yeah, right. But it's actually not a bad movie. No, uh, it's it's uh, it's a great big adventure movie. Uh, uh, you got a little bit of the romance between him and and Nicole Kidman, which yep. I mean, h- h- I mean, we we know how that turned out in real life. Well, uh, it's fine. You know, uh, they ended up you know things happen. Being dead. Well, oh, yeah, I guess I I kind of I forgot like they're not together anymore, but yeah, they were together for many years. Yeah. Um, and say like they they were in this and then they you know, um, uh, the movie like flip flops back and forth between like trying to be like this historical drama piece uh-huh. and like like almost like Indiana Jones esque fictional adventure, uh, and the the accents thing is sort of the I guess sort of for me like that's sort of like the tip of the movie where you're like. What is with these accents? Mm-hmm. And about fifteen minutes in, you're so you're so like you've been barraged with these bad accents for like for fifteen minutes now. It's starting to become like the accents are almost the movie, like uh, clearly not intentional, but like 
the movie's kind of like winking at you a bit with these accents. And it's just like, like these accents aren't serious. And they kind of give a lightheartedness to the rest I of the film. I wish that was true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that you could get over the accent. No, no. I mean, I wish that that was true. That, oh, oh, like that was intentional. Yeah. yeah. But I guarantee you <laughs> no, it was, it was because not. they were terrible. Absolutely was not. Um, I mean, it's directed by Ron Howard. Yeah. Like, great director. Kind of no excuse for, like, like the way, like, the accents well, are in this. you know, Ron Howard is very... I have a lot of respect for Ron Howard. There are movies of his that I like very, very much. Oh, yeah. But he hasn't done. Not every one of his films is amazing. But he also is very top five Ron Howard. He films. can be a bit hit and miss mm. because, <laughs> like, sometimes he kind of goes to places where you're just like, mm, yeah, not 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 too sure about that, Ron. Yeah. Uh, maybe that wasn't the best idea. Um, but he has other stuff that is amazing. I mean, I, know, I I don't. I guess what I would say is I don't doubt his intentions. No, I think yeah, his intentions are always good. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's a great lover of of making films Mm. and i just think maybe sometimes especially in the past like when he was sort of younger and less experienced maybe um because 92 that's that's pretty early yeah in the his his, like major yeah he's like mature career career. yes i know technically i think the first his first movie he directed was like in like the 70s or something so i mean like i i realize like technically he'd been doing it a while but uh, for the main kind of chunk of his of his real high level career, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was still relatively early yeah. on, you know. But yeah. you know, coming between things like like Willow and you know well, Apollo uh, thirteen, I mean, uh, I mean this was kind of right in the middle, uh, and it's like far and away compared uh, to those. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, both far and away and Willow, written by him and Bob Dolman. They did yeah. both. They did both films. So and like. Only a couple of years. Willow's like 88, I think. 88? Yeah. 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 So, maybe, yeah, I'm maybe pretty sure 88. Maybe a little earlier. Maybe a little earlier. Uh, uh, yeah, no, 88. Yeah, you're right. Um, I just stuck it up in my mind. I, was, yeah. I wasn't 100% sure. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I yeah. get what you're saying. I'm, I'm, oh, ta- yeah, yeah. I'm taking it off. No, it's, it's absolutely here, true. It's absolutely true. But I think it's uh, relevant to the movie. It, there's, it, um, it, there's sort of a... Um, I don't know if it just like it was like happenstance of maybe the first time I watched this film and it was just like really stuck with me in terms of like wow that was really enjoyable like kind of stupid a little yeah. ri- like not stupid a little ridiculous yeah uh, but but yeah, but like, enjoyability but is fun, the most important thing exactly so. um, has uh, it, it's one of those like even like like you think like the kind of the most ridiculous parts of it and the most like serious parts of it like the the very ending of the film like literally like the last like five minutes are so completely, like, um, in that realm of, like, kind of, like, fantastical late 80s, like, mid to late 80s, early 90s films, uh, that it kind of just, like, it, it, it just sets the, it's like the perfect ending for a film that kind of wasn't, yeah, the, the, like I said, like, unintentionally wasn't taking itself serious. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. I don't know it that well, because yeah. it was never, never well, yeah, made yeah. a big impression on me. Um, when I try to think a little deeper, I do remember it actually being pretty good mm-hmm. in, in its own way. Um, and I've heard good things said by other people, but, uh, for me, it's like, I've, I haven't, I haven't really given it a lot of thought because like I said, every time I think of it, I just think of the accents and then all other yeah. thought goes away. I was looking at like, uh, I was like, Oh, what's the, the, the critic response on this? I just, yeah. t- it, Rotten Tomatoes, 50%, which is like, 
kind of perfect. Oh, well, that's it's kind absolutely of, perfect. That's, yeah, that's completely useless. <laughs> yeah, completely useless. Like, thank you so exactly much. Exactly in the middle. <laughs> Which is actually kind of perfect it's for It's like, this is film. this good or bad? Let me look it up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll just have to watch it. Yeah, the magic eight ball says, check back later. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, it's a kind of a fun film. It's a forgotten film. Um, uh, and like you said, it's the one, like, if anybody remembers anything about it, it's, it's either the accents or the very end. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like Brad Pitt's accent in the devil's zone. Oh yeah. There's just certain things that you just, you never forget because you're just like, wow, that was so terrible. (laughs) How did that ever make it into like a professional, (laughs) like major feature film? Hundreds of people on set, huh? Nobody said, Hey, maybe we should revisit this. You know? I mean, uh, Halle Berry in X-Men, you know, <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody, like, Patrick Stewart didn't, like, turn to her and go, no, stop that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, well, I'm sure it wasn't her fault. I'm sure it was, she was, yeah, you know, but asked to do it that It was way. somebody's fault. <laughs> yeah. It's somebody's fault, right? Yeah. But, uh, a lot of things are somebody's yeah. fault. Yeah. That, so uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. My, that, that my somebody has a lot to answer for. <laughs> my, my 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 number five is is far and away. All right. Yeah. Well, that was far and away <laughs> the most unexpected choice <laughs> on this list. Um. So my number four is my '90s pick. Okay. Um. And uh, the reason that I said that um, I was pretty sure that it would not be the same as your '90s pick is I'm pretty sure you've said before that you haven't seen this movie. Uh, okay. It's uh, from 1996, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it in full. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've all seen right. I've seen so, bits and pieces of it, and I, I, I'm I'm aware of the plot, and of course all the famous stuff surrounding yeah, the film. Yeah, it's but, a really good movie. But like I said, there's a number of like, like kind of like famous like movies Tom Cruise is known for that I have not yeah, seen, yeah. and this is one so of them. It, it is really good. Um, it's good enough that even though it is completely not normally my kind of movie, mm-hmm. um, I still rate it pretty highly here, obviously, relatively speaking. I mean, it's on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it got a lot of, like, Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. won the Oscar for Supporting Actor. Um, uh, you know, Tom Cruise was nominated for Best Actor. It was nominated for Best Picture. Um you know, a bunch of other, other Oscars and stuff. So, I mean, it, you know, obviously it's a very successful, well-regarded film. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's basically a sort of romantic, it's like romantic dramedy, I guess, mm-hmm. because it's like, it has a lot of romantic comedy aspects, but it's a little more serious, a little more dramatic than sort of a real comedy or full-blown comedy. So it's a, it's kind of a hybrid of like comedy drama and then kind of like romantic comedy, romantic mm. drama. The romance and the drama and the comedy all bounce yeah. around. Yeah. So it's kind of like, instead of being like either a romantic comedy or a romantic drama, it's a romantic <laughs> dramedy. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, the I comedy just, keeps the drama from eddy for from ever becoming too oppressive. Well, it's and... just, it's not that serious. Like yeah. it's very, there's a lot of dramatic parts, but there's also a lot of really light parts and and a lot of like stuff that's played for for humor mm-hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that's kind of like it's just more like real life like real yeah. life like they, people always talk about like you know movies and in movies it's like you have comedy and you have drama and you have this that and the other mm-hmm. um obviously you have like 
your more fantastical genres, like what we would generally refer to as genre, genre films. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, horror and sci-fi yeah, yeah. and action and things like that. Where, the, where the, the, the basis of those films are the genre they're in more yeah. than the situation. And then you have sort yeah. of like more kind of mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, life... Well, where the genre genre films are where the genre is the setting yeah. more than it's the like life, style. Yeah. Life, it's like, what genre is life? Life yeah. basically is dramedy. Yeah. It's it's like, it's funny, but it's also tragic. It's, also, it's yeah. ups and downs. It's just normal life. Mm. And so... These are like well, Jerry Maguire is very a like I guess you would call it a slice of life film yeah. where so, where so, it is you know uh, so it dram- touches on all as of much that. as the concept of like dramedies often kind of gets a bit ridiculed because you know they can't really decide what they are exactly mm. and they are kind of this mishmash and of course when you do uh, culminations of genres badly, yeah. uh, it really doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, it's best to try to stick with a single tone. Uh, to have consistency because it's easier to pull off Mm -hmm. when you have a lot of tonal shifts and stuff like that the more of that kind of thing you do the harder it is to pull it off well Mm -hmm. Uh, so a lot of the best movies have a lot of those kind of shifts and a lot of those combining of things because they're the ones that did all Mm -hmm. that and pulled it off well Um, well it's also probably like not probably but yeah like the the comedy drama the, the the is the a full comedy movie or a full drama movie is well maybe easier to pull off is less uh, like you know what constitutes necessarily funny yeah to it varies from so much from person to person yeah. like whether a comedy is good or not is so all over the place and then like what encapsulates drama is so um can be so personal yeah uh in terms of like you know is it like okay is it a strategy drama or is it a serious like just a serious tone yeah or um when you mix those two you do get that like much closer to what like kind of everybody can identify with yeah and so you get kind of the you have an opportunity to get like the best of both you get comedy that kind of everyone can or most people can kind of identify to yeah, because, because it's, it's often it's the comedy of life it's and also the kinds of things you can use the comedy and the drama to play off of each other in a way that we, we people can identify with yeah. and and i and i think that's probably my more like i often would much rather watch like a really well done like dramedy than a full-blown drama or a full-blown comedy yeah. I agree, but you just have to be oh, careful because you gotta be picky yeah. with them because you know they have to be done right yeah so and and Jerry Maguire's just done right. It's it's one of those ones where it's not my kind of movie normally. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, also incidentally, I should probably say also Cameron Crowe. I mean, yeah, another Cameron Crowe. <laughs> two film. two movies back to back. The same same director. Mm-hmm. Well, writer. I mean, he writes them too. So um, you know, screenwriter slash director slash you know everything. So that's. Kind of a, it's your top five camera crow movies. Yeah, that yeah. also happen to have Tom Cruise. Yeah, in them. yeah. I'm pretty sure those are the only two. I could be wrong, but as far as I'm aware, those mm-hmm. are the only two. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Camera crow related to Russell Crowe? No. Oh, okay. Camera crow ever directed Russell Crowe? I don't know. Okay. Just curious. not really a Cameron Crowe enthusiast. Yes. Not that you would, Evidently. you would, you would know it from the fact that every movie on my list so far is a Cameron Crowe film. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, now Jerry Maguire, it's definitely one of those films. I'll, I will see eventually at some yeah, point. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's good. Uh, I'll just be like, okay, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it. You know. Yeah, it's good. Um, 
but in along with uh, a the, few the, the little kid the, the 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 little boy that's like now like this all he's all jacked and he's like, oh is he really up. yeah yeah it's it's crazy uh yeah everybody just remembers him like oh he was like the little kid with like the big head and the glasses and he just he was like all awkward and stuff and but like cute you know and it's like mm-hmm. yeah now not not so much <laughs> i mean i mean he didn't go like off the rails or anything he's not one of those like like child actors that turned out crazy he just yeah you know got into like fitness and like he's it, it is funny like sometimes watching uh movies like an older movie you remember like oh fondly and then you're like oh yeah the kid and then like you realize oh wait i've seen that kid recently he's in his 30s now yeah. you know i saw him on another you know show or another movie or like you know like yeah, oh yeah. geez you know yeah i mean that kid all grew up no one really looks familiar in that other film yeah yeah but uh yeah no that's cool yeah that's uh that, yeah, no, yeah, Jerry Maguire. Uh, yeah, you should see it sometime. Yeah, no, it's, it's worth it. It's worth I'll watch. Like I, it's mm-hmm. not like something I don't own it. It's not something I would watch on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I've probably only seen it like maybe you know a couple of times, and the second time was probably just kind of like on TV or something, just vaguely like, oh look, this is what's on or something. Yeah, I I don't even remember, but like I'm sure I've seen at least parts of it more than once, but uh, I don't think I've ever like done like a full. You know, but it's just it's got some nice quirky parts. There's some stuff where it talks about like jazz and mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a lot of like sports stuff in it, which because um, he's a he's a sports agent, yeah, is his yeah. character and uh, and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character is like a football player and and uh, is like his client and uh, there's like uh, a lot of other stuff about agents and athletes and stuff like that and uh, you know. That's something that... Oh, so you're saying this is a genre sports film. Oh, okay. Well, no. <laughs> no. The sports aspect... There is that. It's a big part like, of the it. The sports yeah. aspect is, is part of it, but it's mm. not like a major... Mm. I mean, it's a major part, but it's not... You know, because the main character, Tom Cruise's character, Jerry Maguire, is not himself an athlete in the movie. He's an agent, so it's mm. like... It's a little... It's not focusing on that, but obviously there is a bunch of that because it's a big part of his life. So, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, so my number four. Yeah. Uh, well, that leads us to our first crossover. 2001 Vanilla Sky. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right, well, and so yeah. I jumped in, I jumped in on yours basically when yeah. I was talking about yeah, it. That's and, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just really like this film. The, yeah. the kind of, uh, the headspace it puts you I have, in. I have a question. And. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, just in release nut. Mm-hmm. When was the last time roughly that you think that you've seen it? Vanilla Sky? Yeah. Oh, within the last two years. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah pretty sure last two years because i hadn't seen it in a long time and mm-hmm. i was sort of thinking like oh maybe i should watch it all the way through uh in preparation for this and i had the time to do so but i watched like maybe like i said like 15 20 minutes or something and i was like yeah that's that's enough like i got a sense of mm-hmm. i remember enough and sort of reading a few things about it and stuff i remember enough and just seeing like right from the start it's a pretty consistent movie in terms mm-hmm. of, like, you sort of, you don't know what you're in for in terms of, obviously, the storyline and, and what happens to the characters, but in terms of the presentation of the movie, yeah. it, it pretty much is, starts out right where it's going to be. Like yeah. it, it's like I said, because it's played very straight and not played like it's a weird, mind-bending, mm-hmm. surreal movie, um, you sort of 
the way that it's presented at the start is pretty much the way it's going to be for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, there's the twists and turns, but uh, the way it comes across. So I just thought there was a few things that, and you know, and I read some stuff and kind of, you know, this is pretty much like the critical consensus as well. Which I mean, I don't always. I'm interested in what like critics and stuff have to say about things because it might kind of give me a different insight or make me think about it differently than mm. I had. But I don't put that much stock in it. Like, obviously, I want to form my own opinion. But it, I do find it interesting that in many cases, I'll read about like, oh, this is what they said about it, and I'll be like, yeah, pretty much. That's yeah, that's the way I see it too. And and I mean, I definitely think there was just there. It, I did feel like it had a lot of flaws in terms of I, I felt like it wasn't executed that sort of confidently in terms of like th- what this type of movie is like it wasn't like I could I felt like I could sort of tell that it wasn't kind of Cameron Crowe's normal kind of movie to do mm-hmm. and that's good sometimes you know stretch yourself a little bit yeah but um, I thought there were times where like the music was maybe a little bit overbearing um, you know because obviously like he's big music guy right mm-hmm. like Crow is known for you know writing writing for Rolling Stone when he was really young and you know like that movie Almost Famous that's, that's right that's based yeah. on him when he was when he was young and um, you know uh, also Jason Lee and he's just had like a <laughs> lot of uh, you know and and he's very you know he made singles which is all that's sort right. of in yeah. the grunge scene in the early nineties and stuff and I mean it, it's just all very always very um, you know music is always a big part of him and and it just felt a bit. It's. It feels a bit hipsterish. It feels a bit like, oh yeah, maybe, okay, maybe a little bit before it's like time you know, in that regard. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Like, bef- yes in a sense, but also very of its time in the in the way that like you're like, oh, okay, you know, it's he's it, it's the cool. You know, he's putting in all like oh the cool. Songs, what's considered yeah. like cool music? You know, for very kind of. Um, you know, almost a little pretentious. for two thousand one, almost a bit pretentious. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and he, I mean, he knows his stuff. He knows what he's talking about. So I mean, it's it's pretension with some justification. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought it was a little overdone. The music is very loud for some reason. Like it, it just it's very like almost it, like uh, the, the way that the movie the way it's made. It's just it, it feels very oppressive at times. Like not just the music, but it's just very. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a very kind of like it's pressing the, in the, on you. The but... sound work in this movie is actually like not even just like you're saying like yeah. not even just the music is often like it's uh, very loud music that kind of like I I feel like sometimes like the music uh, like especially like a lot of the like more high tension moments they use music to more simulate like almost like adrenaline of the character of, yeah. of like or like 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 that that sound of like blood rushing in your ears yeah. like they just instead of like that like where maybe another director would have used like a an overlay of like a, you'd hear like a heart beating very quickly you know yeah. like and instead they just and then but also this movie also has like sections where like there's like uh, uh, I think it's actually right at the beginning where he's at the party and he's having like talking he's yeah. having, talking with everybody and the sound of all like everybody else's conversations is like just it's like this booming and then and then there's moments of just dead silence uh like journal like key parts of this movie that are where you're like yeah like and and then it's and then and then it rushes you like right back into yeah it just really heavy music i mean i'm sure it's probably intentional to Mm -hmm. to you know it's intentional that of the the feeling that Mm. they're trying to get across excuse me it's intentional yeah. of like the feeling that they're trying to get across, but mm-hmm. it just it, it just felt a little bit 
to assault on the sensei yeah. senses e yeah. i just like i like times. some of the i like i like the, the concepts of the movie yeah absolutely. Uh, i like how yeah. it all all, all plays yeah. out i think the uh, actors are great yeah that keeps getting you concepts guessing. are great yeah you know the the idea of it and sort of like the the, the underlying um you know when you get to the end satisfying yeah. very satisfying ending yeah, it doesn't um, feel it, you know it's it's that kind of because of how they had set it up to that point it could have been very like felt like an out of nowhere yeah, style I, I of really ending and they, they set it up they didn't cop out with the ending they didn't yeah try, that's what i mean they didn't yeah, try they didn't to be cop like out. oh well you don't really know what's no, going they on they actually gave it's you like, an no, ending no they just yeah. say like this is it yeah, you yeah. can do this or you can do this yeah. this then if you do this this happens mm-hmm. if you do this this happens yeah. this is what happens movies end, ends yeah all good yeah you know and i kind of like that i mean sometimes the ambiguous endings are good in movies like uh, especially like these kind of kind of like weirdo movies it's like sometimes you're, you're just, you want to be left <laughs> yeah, that new genre weirdo, weirdo movie. movies yeah you want to sometimes you want to be left with that kind of like what did happen yeah yeah but other times well, often, but again that's something that has to be done mm-hmm. just so you it's usually usually the when you're left with the like where they left you asking well what did happen it's because it's the kind of film where no ending would be satisfactory yeah you know, where no matter what they wrote in there, it was going to feel a bit yeah. cliche but, but or hackney. I think or... That if you can't, if you can't pull off the more ambiguous ending just right, yeah, then it's better to just go yeah. non-ambiguous yeah. and just say, write a concrete. Here's ending. the ha- here's yeah. the ending. The, yeah. This is what happened. And I like the fact that they did that with this. Uh, I think the last time I watched this film, actually, uh... while still leaving that sliver of doubt, you know, yeah. like like which was also intentional. It's like there's that thing of like, okay, you know that this is the ending, but where exactly did things go? You know, mm. or what exactly did this mean? You know, there's still questions, but it's not, you know, it's not questioning the entire thing, which is cool. Uh, I think actually, the last time I watched this film, mm. um, I, I think I actually. Kind of... Not to say I watched it by mistake, but I was thinking it was a different film when that one that I hadn't seen. It was um, there's a film with um, oh gosh, I'm going to just brain fart on the actress name now. I, I had it. Can, um, you, can you tell me anything about it? He's Robin Williams. Okay, there's a film with Robin Williams where he like dies. Oh, what and, dreams may come. What dreams may come. That's a great movie. Which I, I have not seen. Oh, it's amazing. And I highly recommend it. Thought this was be on, what dreams be, may come. That'll be on uh, top five Robin Williams. Movies. Robin Williams. I thought this was <laughs> what dreams may come, and I was like, "Oh, that's that one." And and then like I watched it, I was like, "Oh no, I've seen this like a couple of times before." Yeah, you know, that's cool. Um, and so I still haven't seen what dreams may come, but yeah, so it was one of those like right. accidental well, watches. That but it was list. just like also like yeah, really you know enjoyable. Um, add that to the list yeah. and and i mean and and the, i mean for for anybody who hasn't seen it um you may think it's weird that something that is so relatively low on our list that we're spending so much time talking about it but it is that kind of movie yeah, yeah. like like there's a lot that can be said yeah. um I'm also trying to dance around like and, not spoiling it for well, anybody who hasn't course, seen of course, it of course, of course of course yeah i mean you don't want to do that because that's the whole point of the movie but um that's the thing about it is that's what actually does make it interesting even though it's not a great movie in many ways it's good because there is a lot to say about it Mm -hmm. like there is a lot of interesting things about it um and like i say the cast is phenomenal which is always great that that always kind of helps save a movie that might otherwise be you know yeah uh not as good when you have a great cast behind it Mm mm-hmm 
Not always. Yeah. I mean, sometimes a great cast still can't save a really terrible movie, but this is not a terrible movie. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, my number four also is All right. Sky. Okay, cool. So, we get to my three. Number three, maybe. All right. So, this is where we get into, like, where, like, three, two, one, this was a really difficult area mm-hmm. to, to decide upon because... You know, there's a lot of shifting in this area because it was like, well, you know, should this be here? Should oh, this be you. there? My three um, was my one for a bit. <laughs> yeah, my three, my three was my two for most of it, uh, and I could even see a case to make it one, um, but I decided in the end to go with three uh, for reasons which mm-hmm. will become clear once we get to the two and one. Um, but it's my '80s pick. Um, we're gonna go. 10 years earlier than the last movie that I talked about because rather than 96 this is from 1986 um, and it's Top Gun Danger Zone um, so the thing about this I'm going to hop in here it's also my number three it's also your three. <laughs> my number three well, I'm, very, I'm glad it syncs up I'm glad it syncs up because we can do it all in one yeah yeah excellent so the thing about this is that obviously it's one of Tom Cruise's most famous movies yeah. it's kind of one of his most sort of iconic like mm-hmm. when pe- people say like Tom Cruise Top Gun, Gun yeah, Top exactly. Gun Tom Cruise yeah um, it, it's also sort of one of your real iconic movies of the 80s 30 year old 30 year old film fits right in there yeah it's... and it's one of the real sort of iconic films of the 80s um, thing about it is a lot of the movie is not that good I, I haven't seen it in a while but I do recall the last time I saw it thinking that well like, here's the thing I was like all the like, there's some real ho hum stuff well, in here. What it is is basically all of the the um, and I mean even like Roger Ebert in his <laughs> review kind of said because he kind of reviewed it like kind of right in the middle mm-hmm. and sort of his review was basically like it's really hard to review movies like this because there are things that are so like done so well like all like the the actual like airplane like the fighter jets oh, the, yeah, flying yeah, yeah. around and stuff like all the aerial shots and all that all that action that takes place like in mm-hmm. you know, the flying around and stuff like that is so well done. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that like, not only does it, has it held up, but it almost feels better than like what they do now, mm-hmm. because now it would be a lot of CG planes yeah, yeah. flying around in this like pseudo like video game environment yeah, that yeah. you get always in movies now. Um, you know, and I understand like, it's easier in many mm-hmm. ways. It's you can kind of make the scene be whatever you want without having to actually physically have to execute it. Um, you know, safety is completely guaranteed because yeah. nobody is actually really, there. Yeah. You know, but they did everything for real, mm-hmm. and you know they would just have you know cut away to and and the editing of the actual footage of using the planes. And then cutting into, constantly cutting into, like, the actors in, like, you know, I'm sure some sort of mock-up or oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they'd be in their cockpits and stuff. Blue screen back. I mean, I, mean, I know the, the, actors, or, yeah. the actors were taken up, mm-hmm. you know, to experience it and stuff like that in, in the plane. They had those big helmets and masks but, on. You couldn't tell who was in the plane. But, anyway. yeah, like, so, you know, but, like, that editing of, they do it so well and it feels yeah. so real. And then because of the fact that all the, all the flying and stuff is real it's so much more exciting and just like more visceral and more just like, like, yeah. than, than what they usually do nowadays. Mm-hmm. Also, so it's like, 30 like years... for a movie that's 30 years old. Yeah. Cause usually when you see this kind of stuff in 
like older movies like that uh it's i mean often probably just for like access slash budgetary reasons yeah. like it's very sparse well it's very and and actually it's a cool story because the way that they got a lot of their footage was that um they had they had the um they had the cooperation of the navy mm-hmm. but they couldn't interrupt sort of regular operations yeah without basically like if they needed them to do anything specific they basically had to pay them like a bunch of money mm-hmm. because the operating costs of these oh, vehicles the, 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 are in, so high are so high that like the navy can't just be like like oh yeah we'll burn like you know 10 or twenty thousand dollars <laughs> worth of fuel yeah to, to fly a plane for a around for seconds yeah. to do these <laughs> shots that you need yeah so what they had to do was like they had to basically get all of their footage from essentially normal operations, yeah. whether it be like training or like whatever it was, yeah. war games, um, yeah. yeah. And then anything that they needed specifically that that they wasn't covered, that, they would they would pay specifically, like you know, and it would just be these brief things. Mm-hmm. So like stuff like the very beginning part that has the beautiful, you know, with the, the sun sunset and the and, plane and, taking and off the deck of the, the aircraft carrier, off from the aircraft the afterburners open up. Yep. All of that was just them filming regular oh, yeah. operations, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. They were so, camped out on the deck of that carrier. For... Yeah, so they were. So they literally just like waited for the right moment, mm-hmm. and then they just filmed like what those guys would normally do with their planes. Um, so that's a really brilliant way to do it, and then that way it stays all real, and it's also very realistic because you see those flight crew, like yeah. the flight deck crews on the on the those are actual the aircraft carriers. Yeah. Those are just people doing their jobs. Yeah. You know, it's like in Transformers when they have the thing with the AWACS mm-hmm. yeah. plane where where they're, they're like you know, it looks, seems so realistic. And mm. it's like, yeah, cause that's the actual crew of the yeah. actual plane. And they basically just gave them a scenario and said, what would you do if this was happening? And then they just did their it's jobs. Like a, it's, I mean, it's like any time where you see, right? usually like if you see, uh, cause you don't need them to do I acting. Mean, it is, it's basically, they took their own stock footage. Yeah, you exactly. Know, like, cause they, you, you don't know. need them to do acting. No, you I need haven't. them to be real. You yeah. need them to do what they would really do mm-hmm. and look realistic. And so it's just things like that are so great. And oh, so- then you get the other part of the movie, which is like characters interacting and talking and having dramatic scenes and and uh, romantic scenes and all that stuff. And all that stuff is like, eh, yeah, whatever. You know, it's it's really nothing special. It could be any other '80s movie. The the, the interesting thing is that the last time I saw this was a few years ago now, but because I've seen this film like. This film was, like, super part of my childhood growing yeah. up. Like, I saw it all the damn time. Uh, it was on TV Rightly all so. the time. Uh, so. I Seeing, like, the plane stuff all still looks great. All yeah. the, the action. But, like, that's not what I watch Top Gun for anymore. I want to see the interactions between maverick and goose and Iceman and like i want to I, I wait for the the the, the lines <laughs> that, that i've heard like the, oh the goofy God. lines and the the bad the kind of bad yeah, dialogue yeah. Okay. i i can't like oh they're gonna get here's where they get yelled at yeah. and then but they're gonna go you know right. they're gonna you know he's gonna but send them to top gun anyway that stuff is fun you know but it's the same stuff you find in a million oh, other exactly. 80s movies exactly and it's yeah. nothing special it, it's because i've because i've heard I, I, this yeah. this movie so many times 
like that's but, sort of the parts that have grown on me. Yeah, but like you know. all that... but because both part because I because like the action parts hold up so well. Yeah, and I look forward so much to like the parts that are the, kind of the lesser parts of the movie yeah, yeah. for for nostalgic reasons. It's a, it's such a great combo of a movie that just yeah. is just a great watch. Yeah. Um, also, uh, another case of um, absolutely amazing cast. You know, yeah. I mean. You have obviously Tom Cruise, and then, but I mean, you know, even Anthony Edwards is goose, and you yep. got like Tom Skerritt, and, mm-hmm. and you know, you got like, oh yeah, yeah, because he's he's uh, the Top Gun, obviously Val Kilmer, yeah, as uh, Iceman, and, and you have just so many different uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Michael Ironside, Michael Ironside, yeah, um, just you know, just great, great, yeah. great stuff. Uh, well, Meg Ryan's in it. Because she's, oh, yeah, she's yeah. Goose's husband. Yeah. Or wife. Yeah, yeah. Goose is her wife. Pretty yeah. small part, you yeah. know, but it was 86. Yeah. And uh, James Tolkien, of course. Yeah, James yeah. Tolkien's great, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah, it, like, just, you know, so many faces that you saw. Like, oh, right, yeah. Tim Robbins is in it, too. Yeah, because he's Merlin. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Small part, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of small part. Like, yeah. like, like it's a lot of Meg Ryan's a small part as yeah. well, but... But I mean, it's it's a lot of that sort of where you just there's so many familiar faces, but they're all good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's just yeah, it's just exciting. It's an exciting movie, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. Absolutely. That's that's what's yeah. so great. It's like you don't even really think so much about the the stuff that's kind of meh because it's just so exciting. Um, yeah, you know, it, especially now going back because because of the fact that like the aerial stuff is held up so well because it's mm. real. Um, going back it's it's very cool because it's it's another uh, case like we talked about this with like the transformers movie where it's another one of those cases where it's it's uh, oh yeah yeah just like nostalgia pers- like like made into solid shape because it's like the music and seeing all these actors that like young or in the case of some of the older actors you know younger mm-hmm. <laughs> than what yeah. we usually see and and just you know, remembering a time where it's like when we were kids and it was like, and those guys were all, you know, young and it's like, you know, and, and, I mean, super young. Yeah. And I mean, and it's not, <laughs> I mean, age, age, aging is what it is. Yeah, like yeah, we've yeah. gotten older. They've and, gotten and to older. be fair, uh, you know, if any actor in Hollywood has aged quite well, Tom Cruise has definitely aged quite well. Yeah. Although <laughs> lately there's something going on. Uh, I I think he's just probably not wearing as much makeup. Yeah. You know, like he's just doing it's... roles that are a little more like t- to his age, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It it's... varies from film to film. It's starting, it's starting to slip, I think, but that's cool. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, everyone does eventually, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, like I, I just feel like, um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's everything that we want to remember well about that time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's sort of one of the ultimate examples of that music. The music's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music's great. Yeah. Uh, that you know, soundtrack. Like that eighties yeah. kind of style. Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, everybody knows um, the danger zone. So. Yeah. Danger zone, you know, <laughs> yeah. take my breath away. Take my breath away. Yeah. And then like the score, you yeah. know, that sort of, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Top Gun, yeah, absolutely. All right. That's good. Good, good. Yeah, that's good. So nice, good tie there on three. All right. Yeah. So uh, I guess since that's also my three, we'll jump to your two. Okay. So my two. Okay. So well, time saver there. Yeah. <laughs> so when when I had planned to have Top Gun as my two, this yeah. was going to be my one. Ah. Um, well, so you had something that jumped two and three right up to one. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Um. So this was going to be my one because uh, this is. 
this is where I double up on a decade. This one, okay. This is uh, from 2003, um, and it's um, The Last Samurai. Um, because, sorry, that's that's, no, that's a good okay. that's a good film. Okay. That's yeah. a good film. I, I yes. like Last Samurai. All right. So yes. basically, um, this it was directed by Edward Zwick, who's one of my favorite uh, directors. Um, I it's one he's one of the directors that I collect. I like collect everything. Oh, yeah. everything he does. Um, what waltz is them? Uh, I'm not. I'm not familiar with the guy's name. So oh, I, okay. So just off the top of my head. Anyway. Uh, so going way way back would be like uh, first big thing that he's known for would be like Glory. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's and a then great movie. like um, Legends of the Fall. Oh, also uh, a great Courage movie. Under Fire. Yep. Um, uh, this. Um, oh, what else? Like um, yeah, those are all tremendous films. Other drugs. Oh yeah, those are all great movies. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's so many that I can't even really, like, listen oh, okay. to like, no, Those are all... I like all those movies. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's, he's one of those people who just, like, every movie... Like, they're they're often not, like, what would normally be my kinds of movies. Because they're almost always, like, like dramas and things like that. Uh, the Siege, right? They're, they're, they're usually, like, not my kind of movies. But mm-hmm. he's just so consistently good, like, all the time. Um, he has a very consistent style and a very consistent quality. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, he's just so good all the mm. time he works with Denzel a lot you yeah. know yep. <laughs> so he did The Siege and Courage Under Fire mm. both, both with his and Denzel and uh, yeah, at, Courage at, Under least, Fire at is... least those two um, uh, so yeah uh, great great stuff Le- Legends of the Fall was when I first yeah that when I saw that I was just like that's um, that's the one with like uh, Brad Pitt Brad Pitt and, yes, uh, yeah. Anthony Hopkins Anthony Hopkins yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the family saga yeah where it's like covers like you know a couple of decades yeah of like the the brothers and the yeah it's the like father. from like sort of a late late one generation over into like the middle yeah. of the next yeah yeah because yeah. like World War One and yeah. then like the sort of like the twenties like bootlegging era yeah and then that's, the, that's yeah it's a good film yeah it's a great film yeah. um and that's what got me interested originally I as I, lo- I love that one mm-hmm. when I first saw it and then I was like okay who's this guy Ed, 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 Ed Zwick and so then I just started following like everything else he did um and he did Last Samurai and he did Last Samurai yeah um. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a great movie, um, great music. Uh, Hans Zimmer, one of Hans Zimmer's best mm. scores. Um, uh, it's, um, you know, there is some controversy about this movie because there's always that thing of like, oh, well, you know, is it racist or is it this or is it Whitewashing. That? Whitewashing or, yeah. or you know, um, which I think that if you've seen it, like, I really don't see how you could see it that way unless yeah. you're just really cynical. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's one of those. It's the reality like, is, it's an American um, movie made from an American point of view. Yeah, you know, but it takes place in Japan. It, it was actually more successful in Japan mm-hmm. yeah. than it was in North America. Yeah. Well, and it was well reviewed in Japan. Uh, again, you know? it, it is one of those things like that whole. Um, and it's come up. I think it's actually come up again recently with with a few films, uh, or or at least one film in the last year um, with the whole. Um, uh, what they call that uh, the white savior complex yeah where like foreign film takes place in a foreign land white guy comes in and yeah. saves the day right and it's that is a thing that is only we we only worry about it here yeah like because a, a lot of actually uh like asian films yeah uh that that is uh, that often happens in like a lot of like american movie studio crossover well, with with, with it, but that's something they, they don't care about there yeah you know and, i mean it helps <laughs> to get a broader audience i mean like i see it as like Look, it's an American film mm-hmm. made from an American point of view for an American audience. Yeah. It, also, so it, once you watch the whole film, 
that is not the plot of the film. Yeah. You know, and like, it is... Well, it's certainly it, not a white savior because no, exactly. he doesn't it's save anything. anybody. No, it's... You know, it's, it uh, fails, the, basically. The, the like, trailer they all pre- die. The know, trailer presentation is that of, yeah. of that. And the truth is, is he's a, a man in a foreign land yeah. really trying to do his best it's, it's more, to it's fit more, in. It's and, more like the sort you know, of, yeah. like, uh, Dances of Wolves kind yes. of thing where yeah. it's... It's an outsider who then... And it is an outsider. Who learns to appreciate... I was going to say, it's an outsider's film. Who, no, it's who, not the outsider's, so it's a different movie. Who learns to appreciate this other culture. But it's, but it's actually, like, it's less sort of heavy-handed than Dances with Wolves, no. which... Also Tom Cruise. I think... No, Dances with Wolves is not Tom Cruise. No, no, the outsiders. <laughs> oh, the outsiders. Yes. <laughs> well, and a million other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, Tom Cruise is like 12 minutes. He only looks like, Everybody looks twelve. It's probably like twenty. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like yeah. like uh, you know, it's it's um, fantastic costumes. Fantastic, yeah. like uh, even like the the filming yeah, of it, like and, the, and the scenery tried, and stuff. Yeah, is they amazing. tried to be they tried to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not a hundred percent sort of accurate. Like um, a lot of uh, Japanese critics that saw it, they said that like. For an American film, it was very impressive in terms mm-hmm. of how how like oh like the effort put into like, yeah, like historical like being, accuracy. Being, well, and being sort of respectful oh, of culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They said like the big thing was that um, you know it's a little bit it kind of uh, glosses over a little bit like the whole kind of samurai thing a bit. Makes it a little lighter than it really they're was. Like, yeah. They're like in Japan, samurai are often kind of seen in a bit more negative light as sort of being a bit more thuggish, you know, uh, because the, the samurai were basically like very elitist and they mm-hmm. were like, part of why they didn't like this change away from the old way of they, life they were giving out, they giving because power. it was reducing their stature yeah. of being above everyone else. Uh, that, that is one of the things a, a lot of uh, I've read about. And the movie does gloss of, over like, that a bit. The, the, like, uh, the, Japanese viewpoint on a lot of um, American-made movies about like like that time period yeah. and stuff, uh, just mostly that sort of like I guess what we would call like kind of the the, the medieval Japan, yeah. and it it makes everything a little um, a little lighter, a little nicer than yeah. it was like yeah, uh, like in the branches of power. Of like, but you know what? It's you know, a movie. I mean, yeah. and 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 the thing is, is that but given that they still said that like as American movies go, like it's much closer and, yeah. and more respectful you know um it you know gosh i haven't seen this in it, so long it, most of the cast is, is are genuine japanese actors mm-hmm. very good japanese actors you know i to me it's like well they're not um you know they're not misusing them in any way or like exploiting them they're these are some great roles for you know japanese actors that wouldn't normally get that kind of exposure mm-hmm. in american films um Oh yeah, Kim Watanabe's in this, right? Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Um, yeah, and it's got uh, Hiroko Sonata. Her- yeah, yes, thank you. Yes, Hiroko Sonata. <laughs> oh yeah, and Billy Connolly's in it. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's really good in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just really good. It's yeah. just like beautifully shot. Yeah, that is beautifully executed on on pretty much every level. Um, and yeah, it's uh, a very pretty movie. I I think that. They're, the only thing that sort of made me think like, well, maybe I will bump it down to two mm. was because, you know, it's like if you get real, if you want to get real picky, there there was sort of little things here and there that you're like, nah, I don't know about that. You know, the ending is kind of weak, you know, 
things like that. It didn't. But, I mean, it's just generally just so good. Um, interestingly enough, uh, most of it is actually filmed in uh, New Zealand. Um, mm. Because, uh, um, and there is some stuff filmed in Japan. Um, so it wasn't a case of just like, oh, they just couldn't go to Japan or anything. The reason why they actually did the bulk of the filming in New Zealand is because uh, Japan is so built up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That, it's, like it's, you can't. It get was that hard kind to find locations. Anymore. Like unless you literally went out into the, like the middle of nowhere in Japan, but then you're limited as to the types of scenery you could get because you could only get kind of like the the places, the type of scenery of the places that are more remote. Um, yeah. So to get the kind of scenery they needed. Um, but still be sort of somewhat close to civilization, they just couldn't do it in Japan because it's so built up. Yeah. You would see, like, modern stuff, right? And so, and so like, they they were like, yeah, so they ended up, because uh, I guess it was, like, uh, one of the producers or something or one, one of the people who kind of initiated the project uh, was from New Zealand, and, and there was a suggestion. Whoops. There's a suggestion that... <laughs> Punch your microphone. Too much, too much hand talking. Yeah. Uh, there's a suggestion that that might work, and, mm. and it works very well, of course. I mean, New Zealand can do anything. You can yeah. play... I mean, New Zealand's Middle Earth. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play New Zealand for pretty much anything. Um, so, you know, that Unless works. you need a large metropolitan city, you're probably... You fake it. Yeah, you probably... CG that in. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, just... just Doing a little looking at it, and and uh, I didn't uh, I didn't realize it was it's uh, one of the uh, highest grossing R rated films. Yeah, it was, didn't, really, it was very successful. Don't remember for, being R rated. Yeah, um, it, yeah, they don't really hold back. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it must just be like real, really violent. Again, it has been. But when did it come out? Two thousand three. I know I've seen this movie more than once. Yeah, but it's probably been a decade since I saw it. Well, yeah, I, sh- I should rewatch it. Yeah, I should rewatch definitely. it. Yeah, I have it on so, DVD because oh, yeah? I've had it for long enough that it, it was pre Blu-ray days. Blu-ray days yeah. But um, it's great. No, yeah, it's no, great. That's 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 a good that's great. a good pick. It was in my also rans. Yeah, cool. So yeah, it's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, one mm-hmm. final thing on the note of the the controversy about everything. For those who don't get it, yeah, I'm gonna explain one last time. Everybody always makes a big thing about like oh. The, you know it's racist because they're saying like Tom Cruise they, they put Tom Cruise on the you know on the on the yeah. poster big thing you know big star of the movie and it's like they're saying he's the last samurai okay so <laughs> again that's a tra- trailer's fault I shouldn't have to explain this but Japanese nouns don't have separate plurals yeah when the when they say last samurai they're referring to the group of samurai as, as a whole yes. referring to samurai is both single and plural yes yeah, so there, there was, was no such thing as samurais yeah, they're not talking about yeah. uh, Tom Cruise. They're talking about that group the, of samurai, yeah. and but that's how, the fault how of they're symbolic. Absolutely, yeah. I, I'm not de- yeah. debating that, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, logically, you could, you know, you can figure out the fact yeah. that it's talking metaphorically of this group of samurai represents. Again, you have to see the film to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. But this group of samurai represents mm. that changing of you know, into the modern, you know, yeah. the modernization of Japan and, and the, the moving away from the older way of life, the samurai way of life and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're referred, so they're considered, you know, they're not even like literally the last samurai. They're, it's just means... The fading away and, of... Yeah, it's just yeah. referring to that as kind of like they're the last of a, yeah. of a dying breed mm-hmm. kind of, you know, of, of 
fully trained and you know yeah. samurai. The end of that uh, period of Japan yeah. there. Yeah. So, anyways. But yeah. No. No. All right. All right. So uh, that's that's your number two. Two. All right. Ooh. So um, uh, my number two. Okay. Same decade. Okay. Came out the following year. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay. Collateral. Okay, good, yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, two, basically just... Two, I, two, one of the few films and, where Tom Cruise plays a bad guy. Now, I want to say... I haven't, tr- like, like trawled with a comb through mm. his whole filmography. Yeah. But I almost want to say... Is this the only, only villain role that he's ever done? Uh, when, when I did, did this, going through at a cursory glance, I, although, although I honestly movies, can't think of a, any of them. There's more. a few movies I haven't seen, but like, okay, I haven't seen Days of Thunder, Born on the Fourth of July. Pretty sure he's not nope. a bad guy nope. in either of those. Nope. He's uh, the protagonist. You know, I haven't seen Risky Business. Pretty sure he's not the nope. bad guy in Risky Business. Because yeah. um, I'm it's fairly th- sure this is the only villain role. I'm he's pretty ever sure it is, uh, and it's still villain light. I mean, he's a hitman. Uh, well, by I the mean, end, he's pretty much the okay. full-on villain. I mean, he is the full-on villain, it's, but he's not like he's not like a, the the like standard movie villain. He's he's no, know, he's not a standard yeah, movie villain, yeah, yeah, but he's clearly he's clearly the, the antagonist, uh, the antagonist of the yeah. film. Yeah, um, Jamie Foxx clearly the well initially the reluctant, I mean, especially protagonist. especially towards the end. Yeah, you know, oh, absolutely, maybe yeah. questionable early on. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, well, early on, you don't even know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is, uh, I think actually we may have seen this in the theater together. It's possible. Uh, and uh, I remember being so, um, like, super enjoying this film. Yeah. This uh, would be, like, something that would have just barely missed the, the, list? the list. And to be honest, I probably would have put it on, mm-hmm. uh, just squeezed it in somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, possibly even bump Vanilla Sky off. Um, just because it is really great. Yeah. But I was like ninety nine percent sure you would have it oh, okay. because I know that you yeah. like it quite a lot, yeah. and I knew that it would probably even be like fairly high up high on list. your list, yeah. Uh, which obviously it is, yeah. Um, because uh, I knew you liked it quite a mm-hmm. bit, and I like it a lot too. I just wanted to get all this other stuff on here, so it does a lot of stuff uh, that I really like in films, which it does the uh, grabs your main characters, sticks with them, whole movie. Camera is on. Yeah. Uh, either either Tom Cruise yeah. or or Jamie Foxx or both of them, all times yeah. throughout this film. It's a very um, like, film happens in not quite real time, but as well, close one night though. Yeah, right? it's yeah. as close to as is necessary yeah. for the plot of the film. Yeah. Um, it's so much of a lot of it is very tight in. Uh, two people conversation in a confined space yeah sh- like sh- tight in camera shots lots of lots of talking back and forth um well, Ma- a lot Ma- of stuff that i michael, really like michael man michael man was an early yeah. adapter of going all digital yeah and uh this has that real early digital yeah. look um which works great for it um you know uh, he also did that for like um like public enemies yes um yeah which i think didn't work as well for that because that wasn't as well liked a film well, i mean i liked it i don't but think it was as good as a well. movie but i also just think that uh doing kind of period stuff mm-hmm. with a very digital look doesn't work as well for me because it, it, there, well there's a, a dissonance there it's, yeah, yeah it's too much of a disconnect because you yeah. think like well it's like 
you know, if it's like the 30s or something. That man's standing on running boards shooting a Tommy gun, but it's so clear and crisp. It's not just the clearness, though, because <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's, that it's was the, like early It's digital, sort of more so. like the, the how the motion is recorded. Yeah, kind in some of ways it, yeah. it looks worse. Worse, yeah, Because yeah, it's yeah. like early digital days. But for something like Collateral, it's perfect yeah. because it gives you, like you say, it's, it's very focused down mm. onto a small scale, mm. just focused on the characters. It feels uh, very... So many know, shots in this are like very much like even like 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 some of the scenes where it's just straight up like uh the gunfights the shots are just like real close-ups on people's faces yeah and and it just so like 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 really like tension driving like tight end shots yeah um it's got it's got some clever f- like it's 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 a action drama uh a little more skewed to the action side than the drama side despite it's well sort of a th- kind of a thriller a thriller actually a that's a, actually a good a little bit of a thriller because um, you know initially you don't know what's going on like yeah. you don't know what's going to happen you, you get to meet this nice guy and it's jamie fox he's a cab driver yeah. oh he's likable and then of course it all yeah. just goes sideways i've never, never really been a, too much of a jamie fox fan i think he's really talented mm-hmm. i have a lot of respect for his talent but he's just never he's often really, just in kind of films i've never really watch. done much for yeah. me really um so, so it's kind of cool that like once in a while he kind of does something where it kind of crosses over with my sensibilities mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh wow, that's really good. Yeah. Cause I do really yeah, respect he's, his he's talent. A really I think good, he's, he's really good. good. I just, yeah. just not that keen on most of what he does. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a real good, um, and they gave, it's one of those, like they gave Tom Cruise that like white, Oh, like the sort of gray, white yeah, hair. Like, like, like the gray hair that like, not of an old person. No, just but kind of, of like, like, yeah, it was, we, it's weird, but it works. Like, it's almost like, like frosted tips, but like gone to the extreme, or like frosted all the way down to the roots, you know. Yeah. But it's like clearly like like supposed to be like 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 great. He's he's made to look very gruff in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be you know like a case of you know some the way that like like Steve Martin how like he's had you know his hair went completely white like quite early on you know relatively young you know stuff like that right like it's yeah. You know, I don't know exactly what it's meant to represent, but he's just he has that hair, and it it works really. That and giving him that kind of rougher appearance kind of works to really kind of differentiate Mm -hmm. strongly from his usual image. Yeah, uh, which that like he is not like in no way there is he's not the like no romance character with with anybody. Like no, he's uh, I mean he's a psychopath. Yeah, like clearly or, or. like psychopath, possibly sociopath. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe more sociopath than yeah. You know. Well, it's like uh, it's like he's been just doing this for a, a long yeah. time, and like it just nothing kind of like yeah, like sociopath because yeah. it's like nothing really touches him anymore. Like yeah, he yeah. just doesn't like it's just like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like it's exactly, literally yeah. just like like he could kill a person like you know you would throw a you would crumple a piece of yeah. paper and throw it in the trash. Yeah. Like it's just nothing to him. Yeah. Um and. But at the same time, you know, there's stuff like the stuff towards the end where in very, where where really he gets to be in the more villainous kind of yeah. aspect. Well, is the stuff towards the end where like when things start going badly, he, un- he starts to unravel. He un- starts to unravel, gets yeah. very angry mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that sort of Ooh. like emotionless aspect kind of falls away when, you know. Considering like the movie takes place for a very short time, we get to see that really great um, character like swap over where it goes from like. Uh, he he's in control. Jamie Fox is just like the like like along for the ride, and he's like yeah. not having a great time. Yeah. To like the like the slow shift in the middle, and then like towards the end, like gears up real fast of 
Jamie Foxx like trying to take control. Yeah. And then and then everything starts unraveling for for Tom Cruise and then yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's it's really yeah. it's a really good it's I it's what, not what, like the, what the review else. what the reviewers would call like a great you know quote unquote thrill ride kind yeah, of movie and, it, yeah, and it's yeah. like nothing else like like we said I mean I, yeah. unless we're mistaken I we can't think of any other time that he's played a villain no. and uh, so it's like nothing else in many ways it's like nothing else in his in his mm-hmm. filmography you know it's a very different kind of movie than he normally does as well as um, a very different kind of role. So, oh, yeah. uh, I just I'm just like I was like, who wrote this? And it turns out that the writer of this also wrote um, Stuart Beetle wrote a bunch of the the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Stuart Beetle, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he wrote. Oh, and GI Joe. He didn't actually write the Pirates of the Caribbean. Films. He was one of the writers that start worked on the early. Oh, he the, worked on the, the early drafts for the first movie. Um, oh, was it like uh, like Ted Elliott? Yeah, 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 Ted, yeah, Terry Rossio and Terry, Ted Elliott Terry Rossio, yeah, are the ones that kind of became the main writers for the mm-hmm. series. But um, Stuart B kind of was one of the early things, and his contributions were very important. I think that's why he still gets credits, because um, some of the characters and stuff uh, uh, would, yeah. would have been primarily his creation, and then they kind of went and ran with it. Mm. So he didn't really have any direct involvement after those early drafts of the first film. Um, but, you know, he, but he made some important contributions. So. Mm. Um, yeah. Did the screenplay for 3G as a night. Yes. On grade as well. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Collateral. Uh, a, a somewhat more unique uh, Tom Cruise film that I, I really enjoy. Yeah. It's really good. All right. So your number one. My number one. All right. So I have a lot of debate. <laughs> what? Uh, I have a, I have a, I'm just wondering. I have, a, I have a suspicion what this film might be, but I'm not sure. There's a lot of debate <laughs> going on for me about this because for a long time I planned to put it at the bottom of the list oh. because I felt like it was so recent oh, okay. that I was like ah, should it really be higher up because I haven't really had time to kind of live with oh, it like okay. the way that oh, I have oh now okay I'm way off well, my thought is way off then okay like the way that I have with most movies where like you have a lot of time to really kind of live with it and, mm-hmm. and kind of really gets in your it, it is tough i have that too where in your like, bones i just saw this like, movie like last year yeah is it fair to put this yeah you know in, in you know in 10 years am i gonna feel the same way about a movie yeah you know, whereas yeah. like with something like sort of top gun like, <laughs> you, know? like you know like your opinion though it's not likely to change yeah. anytime soon yeah um so i i sort of originally planned like oh, i'll put it at the bottom of the list and kind of thing but then i started thinking about it and i was like well but really realistically i mean it's, it's better than vanilla sky because that's kind of like a <laughs> that's kind of like a flawed movie even mm-hmm. though it's it's interesting in a lot of ways and i was like and sort of like it better than jerry Maguire because it's it's you know th- that's not really normally my type of movies ever because mm-hmm. i've said and and then i just started thinking like well honestly just objectively like yeah. if you're going to look at it as like how well done is it as a movie how much of it is good versus the stuff that's kind of questionable like say like top gun where oh, it's yeah. like a lot of the stuff in between that's just people <laughs> talking is like nah it could be anything yeah you know so it just kind of kept moving up moving up and i was like it's the, the, pretty damn the con the cons list was not con enough perfect to... movie i mean yeah. really I think I'm going to have to make it one. Okay. Even though okay. it's so recent. Okay. Um, so from uh, 2014, it's uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yes! Also my number one. <laughs> it's really freaking good. Uh, 
Watched it again on Saturday. Okay, what'd you think I was going to say? Uh, uh, <laughs> I originally thought you were going to have Legend as your number one. Oh, God. <laughs> I've actually seen it recently. Yeah. Doesn't hold up that well. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, know, I, just know, I know you. in the past we've talked about this the film. The things you remember you're... being awesome are yeah. still awesome, like Tim Curry yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, and the, the makeup and everything. Yeah, and, and being like a, a 80s fantasy movie. Yeah. Like... Like, it actually looks pretty good and stuff. Yeah, like, it, but, it's nice aesthetically and everything, but it, there's not really a lot to it. Oh, it's, like, okay. barely really a movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nothing really yeah, happens, no. and it's just very... Okay. Yeah. But, yes, no, Edge of Tomorrow, I, I literally just rewatched this on the weekend just to make sure. Yeah. I was like, am I just... Because I also am a big fan of the genre. Yeah. Uh, am I just, like watching this am i am i putting this at one again like you no, said it's really that good no, isn't it it is so good isn't it, it really is that such good? a good film and the thing is is like it, it did well like it, it it was successful yeah very critically acclaimed mm-hmm. you know it, a real like out of nowhere people were expecting nothing from this film exactly. when it came out and they were like what is this sci-fi tom cruise and that's film the best, like it's gonna that's be the best yeah. thing like when that happens yeah. it's you know it's super good because you just you, you don't really expect much and then you just watch it and you're just like what? Yeah. Like what just happened? Yeah. Like, uh, like, 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 what part was what, like? What's the what's the bad part of that movie? Was there one? No. And that's no, why it's no. number one because yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm like yes, it's very recent. I haven't had a lot of time to really kind of chew on it and get mm. it get it into my bones. But if you really stop and think and be like, what's the bad part of it? I don't rewatch films a lot. Uh, there is not. It's yeah. it's great. It, it, it's yeah. I don't rewatch films a lot. This film came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. I've seen it at least three times. <laughs> so that yeah. sort of says something. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Collateral? I haven't seen Collateral three times. I've seen it twice. I've yeah. never seen, I haven't seen Collateral three times, you know. Yeah. Um, it, but, well, I think that there's a lot of, of rewatchability in this. Yeah, there's a lot to chew on. I think that the action, because the action scenes are great and exciting and everything, but there's like parts that are very, very funny. Yeah. Um, almost immediately too like yeah. like you, you think like oh is this the character like you, know, like, you have this feeling like we, you meet his character and yeah. then like it does that where he they knock him out he wakes up on the tarmac with the yeah. handcuffs on and and you, you know they run through that first day yeah and then on that you of course because you got to do the full not really a spoiler here everybody knows what this movie's about they do that reboot of the second day yeah and they already show you that, look, we're going to do a little, there's going to be funny in this yeah. by, like, he's already, like, does, like, the pantomime of what, yeah, because the guy's got his speech. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's and, hilarious. And, and he already does the pantomime of it, and you're like, okay, like, we're fine here. Oh, it's like, hilarious. this movie's not going to take itself too seriously. The best part, like, it's not going to. Humor-wise, yeah, humor, the best yeah. part is the training, <laughs> like, the training, the training montage. We just when, dies when over. Every time because it's his death that triggers the, 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 reboot. the loop like when 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 <laughs> no I'm Re- okay I think I just broke my leg yeah <laughs> when Rita Rita's training him uh, yeah. Emily Blunt's character yeah. because like she's the actual badass yes but because he's the one in the loop she has to train him in up to speed the, yeah yeah so yeah. that he because can actually she be had, good she she already had this when in the battle of Versailles yeah. and and so now she yeah. has to bring him up and, to speed but, but I love the fact that it's like he's completely used <laughs> He's completely nice catch. Well, it's empty anyway, and it has a cap on it, so it wouldn't have mattered. But yeah. you know, yeah. you see something falling. Oh yeah, no, because well, he's, he's, like, he's a he's a promoter. He's a recruiter. But he's, he's not... like he's 
he's like useless on yeah. every level. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he's the biggest loser. Yeah. And and so well, he's he's well, he's a major, but like he's a desk jock. Yeah, he's like, a desk jock. Yeah. So basically, and doesn't she, like blood. And the she's of blood. Okay. And she's like the ultimate badass. Yeah, exactly. But because he is the one that's in the loop, mm-hmm. she needs to get him trained up, and yeah. they only have you know one day at a time to do yeah. it. Obviously, so but because because the loop is oh. triggered by his death, they, they kill him like, like thirty like times during in like two the minutes. training. Like every time, like oh he gets injured or whatever, and she just shoots him and yeah, kills him yeah. to trigger the next. He's loop. like no no no, so I'm fine. Start, yeah, and it oh my god, like I I mean it's a morbid thing. It's kind of you know it's a morbid thing to to laugh about, but the way it's presented in the movie, it's just hilarious. Um, you know because he has no like control, you know control yeah. over it, yeah. and it's just like. He's he's kind of like until the last chunk of the movie when he's gotten he's gotten trained up to speed. Mm. You know, I mean, it's the Groundhog Day thing. It's, it's exactly. Yeah. It's like how at the end of Groundhog, how he like he has all these skills, skills yeah. and play the piano and like you know make mm. ice sculptures and like all the crazy things that he can do mm. because he spent who knows how long learning it all. And and it's the same kind of thing in this where like towards the at the end of the movie, then now he's really really good, but. You know, at the beginning, he's completely useless. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the humor of that yeah. and the humor of playing off of that Tom Cruise's image of yeah. the big hero. Uh, usually the hero. The yeah. big action hero, you know, movie star, uh, you know, doing like the, the you know, well, all the, you know, the Mission Impossible movies right. and all these kind of like action things and how, you know, he's known for doing his own stunts and doing all this crazy stuff and everything. And then just to have his character be this completely useless loser mm-hmm. uh, that they have to train up to be kind of the action hero. Where, where, and it goes on for a while. Like, it takes him forever to really get up to snuff. Yeah. Because, like, even early on, like, they're still playing the, the like, the humor card a bit in this training where... Uh, he's trying to sneak away, and they're all doing the push-ups. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, the truck's gonna come by. He's gonna roll between yeah. the wheels and escape out of sight." And the first time he does, he just gets rolled right over. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. oh, and he just makes this like eek, burf, and he yeah. just gets. Yeah. And, and what's his name who plays the the like sergeant there? Um, oh yeah, uh, it's a uh, uh, Bill. Um, I don't uh, remember, but um, oh. I mean, I know the the face, but. <laughs> Laundry day, nothing clean. Um, oh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Right. Like, why did he do that? Like, what was that for? He, like, he's yeah. so good. Like, Bill Paxton's yeah. so good. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone's great. Uh, the action scenes are amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just um, the 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 humor <laughs> is great. Um, but at the same time, it still has you know, there's still some weight to the to mm-hmm. the plot. It's you know, it's freaking the it's, earth fighting for survival yeah. against you know these alien invasion basically that's you know wiping mm-hmm. gonna wipe everyone out you know and uh so it's a fine line where you could be like okay they could do the real like serious version of this where yeah. it's like you know like the, the last hope of earth you know when it's almost defeated and, yeah, yeah. and like you know these aliens are are killing everybody and they were they were way outmatched and blah blah and like that's like the serious version of this mm-hmm. um but that wouldn't be as good because we've kind of seen that and yeah i don't know you know but but good there was some good aesthetics to this it, like it oh was, yeah it was a nice looking movie mm-hmm. some nice design ideas you know that um their their suits and stuff were pretty cool um 
and uh with the 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 way they run each day that he runs through yeah uh where they they pick off uh at like where they're gonna end a day mm-hmm. and it's like okay like here is where he gets killed and we're gonna start the next day but they don't they like they stop doing the like we're gonna start right at the beginning oh yeah of course and they start to pick it off like he'll be doing something someone will get killed yeah and then like it'll immediately pick up where the next day he's gonna try and save that person yeah and so it just picks up right there well and so you get to see these like that whole beach invasion scene you get to see like rapid fire yeah a whole bunch of days back yeah. to back to well, back that, that, of him trying his best to do yeah. like save everybody and well, you know it's that part especially because they have the thing where it's it's constantly it's you know they have the whole plan yeah and then it's like he'll he'll be trying to remember like <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so you know there will be one coming from the right so you gotta yeah. look right at this particular time and he's trying to time it all out and everything but it's like it's really hard to get that stuff perfect mm-hmm. you know like I like the fact that they they don't they portray mm-hmm. the fact that, like, realistically, yeah, I mean, they do this kind of in, in like Groundhog Day, which, you know, it's a it's different a, tone. It's of a film. light kind of <laughs> comedy, so I mean, it doesn't really matter so much. But like in Groundhog Day, there's a lot of things where, like, like he has things timed to like the absolute Oops, like yeah. perfect second, mm-hmm. you know, and you think like eh, that seems unlikely, yeah. you know, and I like well, how- especially since any time. As soon as he deviates from anything on every day, yeah. like repercussions from that ripple out, like yeah, something but... something that he thought was going to happen five minutes from now that he yeah. needs to prevent may never happen because of something he did five minutes ago. You so, know that so kind I like of thing. How, like in this, it's like it, he doesn't always remember everything perfectly. No. So sometimes he'll be a little bit off. Oh uh, yeah, and then so like he'll fail, and then he'll be like ah, yeah. oh. you know, and <laughs> left, so right, then left. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> so all that beach stuff where basically they'll be like okay. You know, and then it's to the right, and then it'll be like, oh, too late, and then... Yeah, they just get killed. Rita yeah. gets killed, and then he gets killed. Yeah. You know, uh, and then it's like, there's that whole thing well, where they're trying I to mean, get across. The, so much of it is not even so much that, like, she's trying to train to make him, like, good, but it's really not... Like, she's training him to be good enough to get her to where she needs to be. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, like... It, like for the earliest yeah, part of she it. She has to... You know, because... She, she inherently uh, being a soldier has like a core skill set that he doesn't have yeah. and that you know they need to you know yeah uh and so he's he's just kind of because he's the one who repeats the day he's basically her like bodyguard yeah you know um he has to take the hit from her so she can get to where and do the important thing where she needs to um which i guess all that time stuff gets down to the uh, the very interesting con- like core concept of the film is this um uh, this enemy that can manipulate time and can like cause days to reset uh based on and until like basically they have the perfect battle plan mm-hmm. um the the and it is my only kind of um sort of semi-issue with the the sort of the core plot of the film is uh like he gets the power by one of the the what i call like the alphas uh like bleeds his blood onto him as he dies he's he's essentially infected with with them the time looping why that allows him and only him to reset the day rather than any any other like alpha or anything thing they never cover and i don't know why Uh, they, they sort of leave it they sort of make it seem like it's like part of like because you're human like that is something you can do that they can't uh but 
it just seemed weird. It just seemed that was the only thing that uh, like I always uh, when I watched this film, I was always just like, I wish they would explain like how come they don't reset the day outside of his ability to reset. Well, the I day. think what like, it is is because it's a point of view thing. Yeah, I think that they presumably they have reset. Maybe they have reset the day many would, times. Again, he wouldn't know. Yeah, they've reset the day. They've yeah. reset the day many times. Yeah, yeah. But we just don't see it because yeah. we see it from his point, point of view. Point of view. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that. If if he succeeds, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. Yeah, because yeah. if they're defeated, they can't reset the day anyway. You yeah, know? and so I mean, it's the whole kind of it's it's the it's the whole futility of the whole you know it's like in Terminator. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's the whole futility of of Skynet sending Terminators back mm-hmm. to prevent its own defeat. Mm-hmm. After you know, so it's like, well, if it's been defeated, then yeah. th- that's it's not going to work. You know, yeah. um, and I mean. Uh, the way the movie plays out to the end anyway, um, you get, like, I'm trying to spoil the end of this movie, <laughs> but, I mean, you've seen it, like, yeah. like, you know how it plays out where, like, the, not, I don't want to say the futility, but the fact that, like, the futility of it actually, yeah, I guess that's a fine word for it, like, the futility of it actually becomes a becomes non-futility it's yeah. just like resetting the day just becomes like almost like the norm sort of by the end of it um and uh and then i mean they get to that part of the film where like he can no longer reset the day and yeah. then it becomes like this is the last exactly. shot they have well, at exactly it. but and you then, have yeah. to do that yeah. otherwise there'd be no end yeah right yeah. like like which I... again not to spoil it by the end doesn't actually mean anything anyway but yeah um, no, no but what i mean is yeah. is that in terms of to have any in order kind, to yeah to have any kind of like consequence or yeah. any kind of you always gotta do that you always gotta you know when when the hero gets too much power you always gotta take a little bit away from them in order to to make the yeah, struggle I mean, it's, real yeah it's yeah. awesome that it's awesome when you you know you have these things that can happen but then eventually you have to be like well if it just goes on like that, it's meaningless. Exactly. So you have to get to a point where you you, you gotta you gotta get real at some point. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's a terrific film. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm honestly surprised. It's now been two years, over two years since this movie came out, and I'm honestly surprised we have not heard of a sequel. Um, uh, like it's. To- Sorry. No, 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 no. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it was always something that they had wanted to do. Um, it really just comes down to every, everything, the stars all aligning at the same time. You know, it's it's a matter of busy schedules all around. Mm. And unless they sort of made that a priority of like, you know, we must go straight into the sequel. Yeah. Then there, there really wasn't going to be time for it yeah. to happen anytime soon. Um, that being said... It's only been two years. I mean, you, you think with, a lot of movies with the critical reception and how just how well did the film would be? Yeah, you'd the, at least be hearing the rumors of it by now. Oh, I, there's know. been lots of stuff about yeah. it. You got to remember. I mean, you don't follow that kind of yeah. like movie. Well, but, upcoming movie talk. But the way this kind of movie, this kind of movie. I, I, if there was like a seriously like oh, a director or a writer is attached to it. Yeah, we would have known about it by now. You know. Well, uh, well, I mean, Doug Lyman will come back for yeah, it. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise will come back. Come back for it, yeah. Uh, you know, probably. I mean, that's the other thing. They could easily do a sequel. Doesn't need to have the same characters. No, it doesn't need you, to. You, but, you know, like, you know. It, like the, the circum- again, the circumstance of him getting his abilities Look, to reset the day the, is... The, 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 the fact that uh, 
it's it's rare enough to for sequels to be good at all or yeah. not good i shouldn't say good but for sequels to be as good as, as good the as the original yeah at yeah. all yeah sequels where you have totally different characters i mean that's yeah are even less so are mm-hmm. likely to be as good yeah so it's you, very true very and, true while you don't technically need the same characters you kind of want to get them back because mm-hmm. people already have you know yeah. They already know those characters. They already have an attachment. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, it's just a matter of timing, really. I mean, yeah. you know, Cruz is always so busy. Yeah. He's got... Too busy know, making Mission Impossible He's got a lot movies. of Mission... Yeah, he's always <laughs> got Mission Impossible movies coming. He's doing, you know, Jack Reacher. Yeah. So he's got, you know, kind of... He's sort of juggling a couple of franchises now, potentially. Yeah. Um, plus anything else that he wants to do in between. Um, you know, so... Yeah. And everyone else is always busy, so... Emily, Emily Blunt's going to be uh, Mary Poppins That's now. That's right. Know? So you got to got to set some set some time aside for some Mary sure. Poppins time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, and I know Doug Lyman's got projects. So oh, it's, yeah. it's like it's one of those like everybody involved is yeah. such busy. But I mean, yeah. honestly, sequels these days, like at least three years is pretty much the norm yeah. these days. Yeah. So. You know, I, it's just one of those like sometimes Hollywood really loves to much. like cash in on stuff like success fast, yeah. regardless of but, quality. But that's become and, less of a thing yeah. in more recent times. Thank and goodness. It's, and <laughs> space, Thank goodness. Well, it <laughs> works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Like sometimes they wait too long, and then yeah. you'll be like, oh man, the, the time for this thing has passed. The time and, has passed. But for the most part, I think that it's a lot better than the days where they would just crank sequels out for the sake of cranking them out. Yeah. Even if you know. They were nowhere near as good often and often ha- would have less and less, you know, to do with the, the original in terms of, you know, nobody, no, none of the major, like, you know, you'd have different director, different writers, different cast, you know, oftentimes you'd start like recasting yeah. previous roles with like way lesser actors and things like that, like B actors being recast in the main roles and stuff. And, and, you know it's like it's just like oh come on like is that really necessary yeah 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 exactly so yeah yeah i i much prefer nowadays where they tend to wait more uh than than to rush them out like that but in some cases it doesn't work out because in some cases they do wait a bit too long and then it sort of just becomes like eh like no one can really be bothered anymore so but uh but yeah i mean i think definitely you know Three years is kind of a good yeah. kind of thing to aim for, you know. Two, if it's real, like if there's a, it's a real strike while the iron is hot kind of kind of uh, feel, you know. So, oh, you know, okay. like, I'm well, glad they jumped on uh, John Wick right away. Yeah, doing yeah. a second one of those pretty quickly. That's cool, you know. But okay. uh, yeah, no, it's it's true. It can be. Uh... But there's a lot of stuff where I'm just like, uh, like, like, you know, talking about about sequels that are taking way too long like uh like the equalizer the equalizer that just kills me i'm just like come on guys come on he got busy doing another come on he got busy doing another move no (laughs) like unacceptable like it's it's gonna be probably at least Uh, it's 2018 at least yeah Yeah. like it's just like come on crazy i feel you i feel you crazy i know maybe it's just like when something's really good it's like i feel like you know I, I just want more of it sooner, but mm. but I, I do want them to take a certain amount of time to make sure that it's, it's right. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, I believe is that our first uh, ta- number time for number one. Like both of us picking the same movie, the same. I don't think so. No, I think no. it's happened before. Yeah, I don't okay. remember for sure, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's happened before. So yeah, so uh, and it will happen. That's I'm sure it will happen again. That's our top five uh, Tom Cruise films. Uh, you got any honorable mentions? A couple other films of his you like? Uh, you know? Well, you mentioned Collateral, which would be yep. sort of the main one, I think, because that's one that, mm. that could have. Well, I think both of our like our other the ones we didn't have on each other's lists were are like you yeah. know fit. Um, I liked Oblivion, which came out uh, just before, the year before. I, I still haven't seen Edge it. Tomorrow. Um, I haven't seen it yet because I felt like it was one of those ones where there was it was like talked about like way too much. Oh yeah, and I was like, I need to give it some time because like I felt like like oh man, it's like I, I should have watched it. I felt like it's kind of movie where like <laughs> that was too long. That was you really watch too long. it like right away or like pretty much not at all. Yeah, yeah. because. Like, I've already heard all about, like, you know, where it goes and, oh, yeah, and all yeah. that. And it's just like, ah. Uh, it like, is, it would have been one so much better I, if I'd been able to I see didn't, it without knowing anything. I didn't. I, I only saw I saw it, like, after it came out. Like, quite a bit after it came out. Like, I just saw it last year. Uh, so, uh, you know, two years after it came out. And I managed to actually avoid the spoilers. No, it had been, like, so. spoiled all completely yeah, yeah. to hell. So, it was, like, it just made me a lot more, less excited to see it because I was just like, eh, that doesn't sound that interesting. Yeah. But uh, also like um, War of the Worlds, I, uh, I know I know that franchise is uh, you you yeah it's okay you know. uh, very it's very flawed yeah um, I like that um, it brings in some things that had not been done yeah uh, in in films before like, like actual like, like the books yeah, like book books, stuff that was just in never some been book stuff yeah. that wasn't really. So I mean, mm-hmm. they the this the way it used the red weed really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the idea of um, using of capturing people and using them as like food essentially. Mm-hmm. And so essentially, they're turning people into like fertilizer for the yeah. red weed, which is kind of like red why, weed is people. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> that's why like it's so red because yeah. it's like you know basically ground up people fertilizing mm-hmm. it. Um, that was kind of gross, but a cool kind of way to incorporate something. Um, a uh, little bit of black smoke in there. A uh, little bit of like the 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 sirens, like the war, like the, yeah. the loud, like the sirens and stuff from the from the war machines. Um, obviously having actual proper uh, tripods. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you think that wouldn't be the hard thing to come up with? <laughs> well, it was just it was just very difficult to execute yeah, yeah. with older kind of practical special effects, effects and stuff. And stuff yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You could never really. Now I mean, I guess CG. They could have done whatever. it like maybe like like like. Uh, stop motion or something, yeah, but yeah. it wouldn't have been as good. Um, but like in the in the old like in the fifties, what is this? The forties in the fifties <laughs> in the fifties movie, um, they knew that there was no way they could pull that off. Mm-hmm. So they had them basically be like like hovering hovering ve- vehicles, right. yeah. um, and then they put like a little faint sort of energy. Like there's these little energy think that's right. like, lines coming off, like almost like 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 energy jets, kind of yeah. That yeah. suggested the the tripod configuration because there were like these three little energy lines coming off in like a tripod tripod shape um, that you couldn't even see them in every scene. They were just like very very subtle, um, but that was kind of their little nod to it because they knew they couldn't physically pull it off. So of course, yes, like you say, now with the CG and stuff like that, um, doing tri- doing full on tripods is great. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, 
I don't like the heat ray as much, um, although I think it's it's more realistic, obviously, mm. because it's like an invisible. Yeah. It's just kind of spoof, and people just kind of poof, poof into yeah. into being incinerated. So it's like it's probably a lot more realistic, but it's not as cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, so all that stuff was really cool. Um, but I just felt you know the setting was kind of meh, and it was really just kind of another sort of um, Independence Day kind of you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a bunch of people in different places, and this guy and his family, and they're running, they're running from the bad stuff, and there's destruction everywhere, and you know, cities getting blown up, and people, and so, and it's just kind of like, yeah, man, we've sort of seen it. Um, so I mean, especially coming from Steven Spielberg, it wasn't sort of one of his best, but um, yeah, as as a World Worlds fan, it was cool to see them actually be able to bring in yeah some of that stuff. That's 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 sort of my not my really uh, ever been able that's to that's what done. I liked about it. it was like yeah, oh like, yeah it's really uh, cool. you know make it a little more oh it's like we're get we're getting there we're getting there yeah. maybe the next War of the Moon on, on that on that level it was really cool yeah, yeah for sure uh, but yeah so and, thought, uh, and Tom Cruise was quite good yeah in it. yeah yeah but, uh, yeah so. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, that's our top five Tom Cruise films. Uh, triple crossover there. <laughs> uh, uh, you want to just uh, run down yours? Oh sure. Uh, so number five mm-hmm. was uh, from two thousand one, Vanilla Sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four was nineteen ninety six, Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Number three was nineteen eighty six, Top Gun. Uh, number two was two thousand three, Lost Samurai, and number one was two thousand fourteen, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, my number five was 92, Far and Away. My number four was Vanilla Sky. My number three was Top Gun. My number two was 2004's Collateral. And my number one was also Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Not a mission impossible between the two of us. I was really tempted just to make the series my five. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I feel I feel weird about doing things like that because, I, like, it's just sort of... It feels like I, a bit of a I feel the Mission Impossible series is, like... Um, a good, um, like it's an amazing accomplishment. Mm-hmm. All those films and yep. it, you know, but like I've seen them all, but I'm, I've never like want to go back and watch them. Like well, I just, I mean, I'll, I'll they're this. they're they're kind of very much like very enjoyable yeah. one and dones for me. Well, um, I have uh, let's see, I have three on DVD. Yeah. Um. Because, okay, basically, first one, I liked. Uh, It's obviously very sort of primitive to what we sort of consider now because... But it was was very much also taking a lot more cues from the the old show. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit more of a thriller than than an action. Um, But it does have some action and stuff, but it's it's sort of of its time. It's it's showing its age now, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, But, you know, it was cool, but it wasn't really, like, a big thing for me. Um, I thought the second one was pretty bad. Um, except for like a couple of little bits here and there, but for the most part, it's not very good. Mm. Uh, and then I thought the third one was where it really got on track. Um, I thought it was cool that, uh, you know, JJ Abrams kind of came and brought his kind of sensibilities and it was kind of, it was, it was sort of done in kind of just after he'd done like alias and all that. So he kind of brought a little bit of that kind of plotting, to bear on it and stuff and it kind of felt like like sort of like oh it's like you know if alias had a big budget and started yeah, yeah, yeah. you know uh it kind of had a very similar feel in a lot of ways um so that was really good 
Um, so that's sort of what really put the, the mm. series back on track for me. And of course, I mean, that's the only one that J.J. Abrams did himself personally, but yeah. um, it's been overseen by the kind of the whole bad robot machine mm-hmm. ever since. Um, you know, uh, and so, um, yeah, and then ever since then, I kind of felt like they've just sort of gotten kind of more and more sort of solid. Yeah. Um, the last one was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all kind of the the more recent ones are all they're they're kind of all the same, but yeah, but yeah. like but in a good way. Like you, you just you they're dependable. You know what you're sort of getting. Um, you know, each one will have some really big ridiculous stunt that they kind of have to one up each time. Uh, there's a formula to that there, to the Mission yeah, Impossible. There's films, very much yeah. a formula, you know, but it is what it. But it's always mm. well done so mm. far. Um, you know, you, you got to see. There's got to be a big ridiculous stunt that Tom Cruise does. There's got to be some uh, Mission Impossible masks. Yeah. Oh you know, yeah. There, there are people. Mask, Somebody's got to be in disguise, pretending to be yeah. other people. You know, there's got to be like an inside like mm-hmm. traitor or a mole or something. Yeah. Things have to go like terribly wrong yeah. for a, 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 a period of time in yeah. order to you know to, to cause yeah. tension. So I mean, yeah. it, it, it's very much formula, but you know, it's just they do it really well. Yeah. So. For that reason, you know, I wouldn't put any of them... I wouldn't be able to pick one out and say, yeah. like, what a great movie this is, and this is going to go on the list. Yeah. But it's a solid series that yeah. I always enjoy. Uh, well, the, the more recent ones, at least. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, mm. ah, I like it. I think, actually, uh, I probably like the first one the best, just because of its, like, a little more groundedness. Yeah. Um, I get it. Um, I, I don't. The other, it's it's less of the. It is more of the thriller, less of the action yeah. movie. Um, a little more of the. There spy are some things about the, it that I really. Uh, oh, it's flawed. Don't it's, like you know, but and, and I, I. I don't like the idea of I, making I like, like two. I don't. Like I don't like the, the whole two, thing. Of, but... I don't like the whole like revisionist thing where like they make the sort of essentially the hero of the show uh, the, the bad that, guy that was and a... stuff like that. Like I, I understand the reasoning behind doing things like that yeah. but I just it, that kind of stuff leaves a bad taste in my mouth yeah, it's yeah. like the whole, oh, yeah, it's like agree, when yeah. they, they do that kind of stuff in comics all the mm-hmm. time where you'll be like oh this character that we've grown up being like this yeah, hero yeah. and then suddenly there's some like they go off the rails and they yeah, yeah. become and it's just like I don't like that kind the, of stuff the, it, it, the it, out of left field that leaves a bad of, taste yeah, in my yeah, mouth it's yeah. like it, you know it, I, if, I like if the other way where you think yeah, the the original hero is a bad guy, and it's got everybody confused, and it turns out, oh, that no, it's yeah. it's something else. But sure. it's it's the where it's played straight as yeah. no, he is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely just, agree. I, like it's a it's it's a it's a valid uh, dramatic technique. I just I personally just don't like it because I don't like the idea of kind of it's gotten overused. I, I don't like lately. the idea of sort of betraying kind of you know fan feelings of like you know saying like oh that that character yeah, that yeah. you looked up to and like you know i i'm saying yeah. i'm not saying necessarily i that's a strong yeah. word but yeah that you looked up to and thought like oh what a great hero stuff yeah, yeah. and it turns out like oh no they're bad you know and it's like ah that's yeah that's just ew you know yeah, yeah but other than that i mean i do think it's cool the way the first one was done with a little bit more kind of mystery and more sort of you know it wasn't all just about the stunts and the yeah the action and stuff like that. Mm. It was a little more kind of real spy and yeah. Like that. There's definitely an escalation to those films. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which makes you wonder like 
Where do they stop? But I'm really glad. Well, when, when Tom Cruise dies. Oh, I guess that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. We're when, physically too when, old to when do they, it anymore. When they do a stunt, when they're just like, okay, the only way that we can one-up the last stunt is if... We you, kill Tom if Cruise. If we literally kill Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to stop there. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, at this point, yeah. you know, I don't really see... I mean, I guess, yes, as you say, phys- when he physically cannot do it, yeah. obviously that's the end of that. Because... You know, there is going to reach a point where he's just going to be like, yeah, I just can't physically do that anymore. Um, until then, I'm sure they will probably not stop. Yeah. Um, so. Right. So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, thank you, Tom Cruise, for making a whole bunch of different films and different genres. Uh, being an overall good actor and uh, making, making lots of good stuff to see. Um so uh, yeah, uh, top five there. We've uh, prattled on for a bit as we we usually do with top fives, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I think there's there's a fair amount. Of oh that. yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know the, you're talking about a lot of movies. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, next week we're um, dropping back into the regular stuff and uh, have just uh, just a film to watch. We're gonna watch a film. Yeah. And uh, Let's talk about your film. Yeah, talk about your film. Um, gonna have a Christmas film coming up. And uh, squeaking on into uh, the new year uh, of uh, of the show. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, thanks everyone for uh, listening to uh, to this episode, and uh, we'll uh, see y'all next week. Cheers. Bye.